welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Great for leading loves. It's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and other selves. And no matter the negative circumstances and appearances all around, remember there is still good to be found within ourselves and the world. When first we acknowledge the love, light, and goodness of our mighty I Am Presence. And then, starting with ourselves, extend those higher qualities of love, joy, and compassion, and equal rights and justice to everyone, everywhere. Yes, yes, it matters, y'all, for all mankind. And it is the path that we all must take at some point in our lives. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went, and filled the bottle with water, and gave the child drink. God opened her eyes, signifies intelligence, and she saw a well of water, signifies the Lord's word from which are truths, and she filled the bottle with water, signifies truths from the word, and she gave the child drink, signifies instruction in spiritual things. God opened her eyes. That this signifies intelligence, is evident from the signification of opening and of God opening, and also of eyes as being to give intelligence. It is said that God opens the eyes when he opens the interior sight or understanding, which is affected by an influx into man's rational, or rather into the spiritual of his rational. This is done by the way of the soul, or the internal way, unknown to the man. This influx is his state of enlightenment, in which the truths which he hears or reads are confirmed to him by a kind of perception interiorly within his intellectual. This the man believes to be innate in him, and to proceed from his own intellectual faculty, but in this he is very much mistaken, for it is an influx through heaven from the Lord into what is obscure, fallacious and seeming with the man, which by means of the good therein causes the things which he believes to be similar to truth. But they only who are spiritual are blessed with enlightenment in the spiritual things of faith. It is this which is signified by God opening the eyes. That the eye signifies the understanding is because the sight of the body corresponds to the sight of its spirit, which is the understanding, and because it corresponds, in the word the understanding is signified by the eye in almost every place where it is mentioned, even where it is believed to be otherwise, as where the Lord says in Matthew, the light of the body is the eye, if therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light, but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness, Matthew 6 22-23, Luke 11 34. Here the eye is the understanding, the spiritual of which is faith, as also is evident from the explication, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. So too in the same, if thy right eye causeth thee to stumble, pluck it out and cast it from thee, Matthew 5 29, 18-9. The left eye is the intellectual, but the right eye is its affection, that the right eye is to be plucked out means that the affection is to be subdued if it causes stumbling. In the same, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear, Matthew 13 16, and in Luke, 
Jesus said to the disciples, Blessed are the eyes which see the thing which ye see, Luke 10:23. Here by the eyes which see, intelligence and faith are signified, for their seeing the Lord, and also his miracles and works, did not make them blessed, but comprehending them with the understanding and having faith, which is seeing with the eyes, and obeying, which is hearing with the ears. That to see with the eyes is to understand, and also to have faith, may be seen above, for the understanding is the spiritual of the sight, and faith is the spiritual of the understanding. The sight of the eye is from the light of the world, but the sight of faith is from the light of heaven. Hence it is common to speak of seeing with the understanding, and of seeing by faith. Also in Mark, Jesus said to the disciples, Do ye not yet perceive, neither understand? Have ye your heart yet hardened? Having eyes see ye not? And having ears hear ye not? Mark 8 17-18, where it is manifest that not to be willing to understand and not to believe, is to have eyes and not see. In Luke, Jesus said of the city, If thou hadst known the things that belong unto thy peace, but now it is hid from thine eyes, Luke 1941-42. And in Mark, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes, Mark 12:11. where to be hid from the eyes, and to be marvelous in the eyes, means to be so to the understanding, as is known to everyone from the signification of the eye even in the common use of language. Arcana Coelestia, by Emanuel Svetenborg, 1749-56. Isis Unveil, Chapter 13 So we have the Madan, a generic name indicating wicked elemental spirits, half-brutes, half-monsters, for Madan signifies one that looks like a cow. He is the friend of the malicious sorcerers and helps them to effect their evil purposes of revenge by striking men and cattle with sudden illness and death. The Shudala Madan, or graveyard fiend, answers to our ghouls. He delights where crime and murder were committed, near burial spots and places of execution. He helps the juggler in all the fire phenomena as well as Cuddy Shatton, the little juggling imps. Shudala, they say, is half fire, half water demon, for he received from Shiva permission to assume any shape he chose, transform one thing into another, and when he is not in fire, he is in water. It is he who blinds people to see that which they do not see. Shulamadan is another mischievous spook. He is the furnace demon, skilled in pottery and baking. If you keep friends with him, he will not injure you, but woe to him who incurs his wrath. Shula likes compliments and flattery, and as he generally keeps underground it is to him that a juggler must look to help him raise a tree from a seed in a quarter of an hour and ripens its fruit. Kamilmadan is the undine proper. He is an elemental spirit of the water, and his name means blowing like a bubble. He is a very merry imp, and will help a friend in anything relative to his department, he will shower rain and show the future and the present to those who will resort to hydromancy or divination by water. Porathumadan is the wrestling demon, he is the strongest of all, and whenever there are feats shown in which physical force is required, such as levitations or taming of wild animals, he will help the performer by keeping him above the soil, or will overpower a wild beast before the tamer has time to utter his incantation. So, every physical manifestation has its own class of elemental spirits to superintend them. H.P. Blavatsky Returning now to levitations of human bodies and inanimate bodies, in modern circle rooms, we must refer the reader to the introductory chapter of this work. 
CE Throbosy. In connection with the story of Simon the Magician, we have shown the explanation of the ancients as to how the levitation and transport of heavy bodies could be produced. We will now try and suggest a hypothesis for the same in relation to mediums, i.e., persons supposed to be unconscious at the moment of the phenomena, which the believers claim to be produced by disembodied spirits. We need not repeat that which has been sufficiently explained before. Conscious ethrobacy under magnetoelectrical conditions is possible only to adepts who can never be overpowered by an influence foreign to themselves, but remain sole masters of their will. Thus levitation, we will say, must always occur in obedience to law, a law as inexorable as that which makes a body unaffected by it remain upon the ground. And where should we seek for that law outside of the theory of molecular attraction? It is a scientific hypothesis that the form of force which first brings nebulous or star matter together into a whirling vortex is electricity, and modern chemistry is being totally reconstructed upon the theory of electric polarities of atoms. The waterspout, the tornado, the whirlwind, the cyclone, and the hurricane, are all doubtless the result of electrical action. This phenomenon has been studied from above as well as from below, observations having been made both upon the ground and from a balloon floating above the vortex of a thunderstorm. Observe now, that this force, under the conditions of a dry and warm atmosphere at the Earth's surface, can accumulate a dynamic energy capable of lifting enormous bodies of water, of compressing the particles of atmosphere, and of sweeping across a country, tearing up forests, lifting rocks, and scattering buildings in fragments over the ground. Wilde's electric machine causes induced currents of magnetoelectricity so enormously powerful as to produce light by which small print may be read, on a dark night, at a distance of two miles from the place where it is operating. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 Now you many times call forth to ask the mighty I am presence to show you the right thing to do. But I would explain the law to you this way, and remind you to call forth from within your mighty I am presence the insight that you are going to require to know ahead what is the right thing to do, and then draw forth the power and the protection and the strength to do it at the right time and in the right way. You need insight my dear ones. You need discrimination, and you need to acknowledge often, I am the ascended master's intelligence that makes me always know the right thing to do. We offered you our ascended master consciousness. We offered you the sacred fire of our love. We've offered you the assistance of the great angelic host. Now we offer you our directing intelligence and insight, because if you are going to allow your beloved I am presence divine desires, fulfilled and manifested, come into your outer world activities, then you need its directing intelligence and insight. You need to know ahead how to anticipate that which you will next need to do, and draw the power with which to do it. So beloved ones, Ascended Master Management, which contains all of this, is a very, very practical action of life. So if before you have to manage anything, even including yourselves, you simply send that flame of love to your presence and ask it to blaze its management in you, its control in you, its almighty protection into you and your world, and at all times, through you, do that which you need to have done, the next thing you need to know. Call for illumination. Call for directing intelligence. Call for discrimination, because if most people had more discrimination they would not make the mistakes they do. And for your blessing and the blessing of all life everywhere, call forth, for I offer this to you with all the love of my heart, 
call forth my cosmic power of sight. My cosmic power of sight is an action within the mind as well as through the eyes. It's an action of knowing and comprehending and seeing what is the next thing to do to produce perfection. But in the assistance which needs to come now to the people of the outer world in the actual, physical use of physical sight, this power which it is my privilege to bestow upon the life streams who come into this world, needs to be drawn into outer world conditions to perfect the physical sight, to perfect the comprehending consciousness within the mind. And three quarters of that comprehending consciousness is within your feeling. That acts through the heart, and through the intellect, and through the power of sight. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea. Because of the interference with the physical sight of so many of the people of the world, as you call my cosmic power of sight, inner and outer, to purify and perfect the sight and the power of seeing in all life, it will enable me to at all times send to you or through you, the pictures from the inner level of the perfection that is to come into the incoming civilization. Now don't go off on a wild tangent and, every time you see something from the inner, imagine that that's the perfection from the ascended master's octave. Unless it is perfection, do not accept it. If you call for my power of perfect sight, inner and outer, to clear the comprehension of mankind, to perfect their sight that all may see the perfection that is to come, then you will in your call as a blessing to the rest of life, you will have that perfection within yourselves. So blessed ones, the power of the all-seeing eye of God is of tremendous import to life everywhere, because it begins with the comprehending consciousness within the individual to understand. And then, as the pictures are held within the mind, and the feelings love those pictures of perfection, that feeling is the drawing power that lowers that into your outer use. Blessed ones, heretofore you have built things in your world by gathering outer world conditions and things together, and you place them together and built what you call your modern civilization. I am offering you the Ascended Master's way of producing manifestation. This time, if you will reach into the sun presence of your beloved I am, and reach into our octave to draw forth these qualities and powers and manifestations of life, you will draw our perfection, and create in this world and lower into outer world conditions, the perfection we have already waiting for you. Beloved ones, it will bring you blessings without limit, and it will be the reversal of the old habits of looking to the outer and feeling that only the things that you see and can feel are real. We might seem to be invisible, but not nearly so much so as mankind believes, and we are far more tangible than anyone understands. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea, 